<laughs> Welcome to the Infinite Creative Podcast. My name is Fitz. This is... I'm Sean, everybody. Welcome. <laughs> oh, oh, we got the motivation going today. Um, yeah, we got a, a couple cool topics today. Um, reaching from deep fakes to like um, consent to um, what is what is your topic again? I've, I already forgot. Just some news of the day. It's yeah, just some 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 updates oh, yeah, the in the M&Ms technology world. Drama of the M and M's and branding. Um, oh yeah. Plenty of topics where we can go into plenty of topics. Um, do we want to start out with the M&Ms? Because I felt like that was a weird one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, let's yeah, let's just jump right in, and we will start with M&M Land. Um, yeah, yeah, because like it's kind of a weird thing. We all know the M&Ms, and they had their characters. They support the the ads. You know, it's always good to have like um, a, how do you call it? A cheerleader? No, not a cheerleader. A mascot. Uh, always mascot. good having a yeah, having a mascot going for you, and mm-hmm. just being more relatable and like not having a human face attached to the brand because it's more universal. So, what is the drama? Yeah, yeah. Well, so I think the drama started with the green M M&M, and M, where they had had the old green M M&M, and M, where she had these boots were made for walking type of boots and um, country kind style. Of, uh, yeah, like this old kind of Dolly Parton sexualized style, and then people kind of cried out, right, of, uh, she's over-sexualized, how dare you have this sexualized M&M, so they unsexualized her, put, you know, um, pants on and tennis shoes on, and then there was and like could cry be a cry out, <laughs> and then of course there's cry out over that, because it was like, yo, no, we gotta, we, women should be celebrated, and now we're hiding woman features, and... And so M&M's move on all of that, and I, I wonder if they're going to reverse this. So they said, fine, we're not going to ever do characters ever again. We're going to stop doing characters. And, and ever since I was a so kid, M&M have had little characters. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, so what do you think about this? I mean, it's weird. It's like this kind so, of like, so they, they, they really off, bent over to complaints. Yeah, so- yeah, so that's basically what every company does because, like, if they are in the spotlight and advertisers, we don't want to have M&Ms on our store shelves because of, like, they're sexualized or not sexualized. They First off, people are in advertising very PC, very clean and political correct. So I get the point why they're very careful about that, but every <sighs> – Media attention is good attention. Us right now talking about M&Ms is probably leading to people like, oh, I didn't have M&Ms in a week or two. Um, let's buy some, you know, and I don't really care about it. And is it really a big deal? Personally, no. But for some, yes. I I, I think it's a win-win for M&Ms because they're in the news. And everybody who hears about it will be like, oh, I'm not really offended by it. So whatever. I'm going to think about M&Ms for a second and buy them. Yeah, you know, and it's weird. You know, I, I, they say in, like, their post that it's an indefinite pause, at least. So I, I think they're going to come back because it's such – I mean, if you really think about the brand um, equity in there, like, how much are, are these things worth, right? You see the red and yellow M&M. I mean, they just immediately you know it, what it's about. So so for them to nick something that's potentially worth millions of dollars, it's, it's kind of crazy. It's um, – yeah. Yeah, so but it's, also it's like a company, so they can go back and forth how they want. It's not like set in law. You said this, so you have to do this, you know? Yeah, it's it's really funny though, just how quickly these companies kind of bend to public pressure. Though it's it's it's, it's especially when it's it was only in a matter of days that they made all of these changes, and then they get these kind of outcries and they they just bend to it. 
Um, which I don't think oh, they God. should. I really, I think they should just not. They should just be like, whatever, it's candy, get over it. Um, if you're offended, yeah. then don't watch the commercials, leave the room. Because, yeah. Um, yeah, That there would is be such thing. a good segue into my not PC topic. <laughs> 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 because, like, that actually has... Let's switch it up. Let's switch it up. Let's switch gears. Um, there was big <laughs> drama going on on Twitch because apparently somebody streamed a live stream and obviously this had major implications on sponsors and like the public perception of said streamer and the victim because like this is now a major game changer because we all know there's ai out there there's deep fakes and basically you can do nearly anything and everything with that and somebody made porn out of um a streamer and one streamer got caught streamer a got caught watching streamer b performing porn and obviously that girl never did porn and the implications for her is like now they're advertisers for example that's why i got to that um transition now because like yeah that poor girl maybe is losing now like sponsors you know even though she didn't do anything wrong somebody mm. else did like a deep fake of her body and her face and creating porn for it and another streamer got caught Obviously, there's no winners. Everybody's crying. Um, besides the one guy who probably made it and is like, oh, I'm going to make some bank. You know, this is free publicity for my video that I made. And I'm, I'm rolling in the dough, getting attention and views and advertising money or ad money. That is dirty ad money. And only the losers are the streamers in that point. So so just to make sure, um, I just want to make sure I'm clear on this. So... So did are they like promoting this? Is this guy that made these videos is he like selling them or promoting it or did it just get leaked out or? I I don't know if it, obviously like um so let's let's pull up the the the, the visuals so that we have some faces attached uh, attached to it. Um, here we go. So here here are the free people in drama. Um, obviously it's not Pokemon. I I think at least so this guy got caught um, with having his browser open and he paid for set deep fake porns to to just see them you know he did not make them but he paid to view them his browser was open he streamed people saw for a split second a micro hey this is the browser page and people obviously knew like i know that source material i know what's up and girl on to the left obviously um she's very upset about that because she's not doing that type of stuff you know so i don't want to say her name so we're not really like throwing her in the fire and what's the guy's name let's throw him in the fire what's his name i, <laughs> I don't even know if we should do that too because like shame 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 i, I don't want to shame people just for like their fantasies because like we all have fantasies, and we do in our fantasy whatever we want to do without ever needing consent. What is our big topic of this one? Because, like, mm -hmm. this is so complicated now with AI and <clears throat> deepfake, you know? Like, the guy who made the deepfakes, he did not get consent of the people involved. And should he get consent because he made it? It's not real. It's like, a, like an artist drawing a picture of something. Obviously, that scenario is a little bit far in between because there's more harm in it. But what's your, your spin on that, on the consent part? Well, it's so interesting, right? I mean, let's take a step back to like, you know, you and I lived in a great time of cell phones becoming a thing and the internet becoming a thing. And 
And the idea of nude pictures of yourself being spread around and things is such, it really, it, we, for us, it seems like it's our whole life, our whole school career, but it's, it's really yeah. quite a new thing, right? If you think about it, right? Like prior to cell phones and the internet, you know, the only way I could get pictures of people naked is if like I took literal pictures, developed the film somewhere, and then somehow copied it and spread it out to everybody or something and, or made like a video, like a handheld video and somehow spread it out. So like yeah. our, so it's weird like millennials We're talking though about a physical picture. So as millennials though we we're we're kind of used to this weird voyeurism that can happen, right? Um like the idea I know like when when I was younger there was a whole thing of like you know when people would send you nudes a lot of people would save those nudes and there was a lot of talk about like is that cool or not? You shouldn't save the nudes. You sh and then you know you had certain things like Snapchat and things like that pop up where it automatically deletes things because there was even this idea of like, even if I gave consent over this image, I don't give you consent to have this image going forward, which I always thought was a really interesting yeah, or concept. Sharing, I, or whatever. Yeah, and especially not sharing. And so, you know, um, and even when you're younger, you're right, like me being in the artistic world, especially in art school, I saw this where a lot of people, you know, they... They, they can draw is, nudes. They drew, they drew nudes, and they even drew nudes of people that we knew even and stuff, which is weird and, and awkward, but like, yet again, is that illegal? Probably not. Um, yeah. you know, even with us doing this podcast, someone could technically, you know, there's a lot of footage. That's what's interesting about the streamer here is that there's so much stuff to work with. So for something like a, an AI type of thing, the more yeah. you give it, the better it's going to do. So even for us in our podcast, man, I hope you're getting ready, man. They're going to deep fake us to the moon. But, um, <laughs> well, John, you're <laughs> we ready for that one. <laughs> we, have, we, have, we have 24 hours of footage, people, so go for it. Um, but, you know, it, it, it is weird, though. There should be consent, though, right? It, at a certain degree... Especially if it's put I, I out, I think. Like, I think that's where it gets weird. Is if he put it out there, if he was like, "Hey, everybody, look at this," then, then yeah. Now we're into def defamation. We're into like the illegal stuff where you can't yeah. harass people, you can't make fun of people in public. Obviously, um, this is not really legal advice what we're giving here, and the law is kind of complicated to say the least. Because like you're right, because the one thing is artistic, the other thing is like defamation. Um, the one thing is. Um, what you could do anyways in your head, you know, the only difference is like you, you draw it now and then the next difference is like I use different tools than pen and paper and make it happen. So whatever you can imagine can be reality in this time and age. And I feel like on the weird side, it's like people are very sensitive now to like what people do that about uh, with my my appearance in public you know like let's say there's a cute girl walking around there's many things guys are imagining that are not like being sad or you know are okay i guess but like mm -hmm. what is okay and what is not okay and is what you think bad or is it just like human behavior you know because the guy got caught watching that stuff because it's um what is going on in his head and his whatever you know well, and people people really are attracted to the taboo, you know. Um, we don't have to get into details here. We'll save that for yeah. the subscription episode, everyone. But, like, <laughs> you know, even, even we probably have our own fantasies and our own things that, that you know, we, we kind of have. Whatever they are, everyone does. And so, so on that level, you, it's okay to have fantasies of other people. I think that's totally normal. I mean, uh, you know, your whole entire life you do. You're like, oh, man, that person's so beautiful. And you just kind of, you do have those kind of fantasies. Those, like, the mind theater type of fantasies and... Yeah, it's like, so So you're right. On one hand, they have the right to do this. They have the right to have these fantasies. This guy has the right to, to do all this stuff um, behind closed doors. It's just 
when the but door opens, the which in this case, it looks like it just barely opened. You just barely saw it. And I think that's yeah. when it became slightly illegal there. In that so moment. I, so we, I, I think like this is like the perfect explanation for what is happening right now in this time and era. Our fantasies, our visions becoming real life. And that is basically it. Our mind and our tools are strong enough to like, I can imagine it, I make it real. And now we're seeing what's going on in other people's head. And now we are making like decisions like, I don't approve of that. But I'm like, that's just mm -hmm. in his head. And he shares it with people who maybe are interested in that type of stuff. Should that be punishable? Should that not be punishable? You know? And I feel like that is what art is. You know, let's say um, Dali had that vision. I'm like imagining this. This needs to be real. And he's spending countless hours, 20, 40, 100, 200 hours working on mm -hmm. a painting. And makes it real. Now, every dude, like, hey, I have that fantasy. I'm like, it takes me five minutes to make like a photoshopped image. And oh, somebody with deep fake knowledge can do anything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, yeah, it, it does. You're right. It does. And, and, and where it gets, you know, what's interesting um, is when you look at things like Blade Runner, you look at cyberpunk, you look at kind of these future leaning things, you know, what's weird is that there's always this kind of sexualized um, culture around it. Like yeah. in, in, in cyberpunk, it's super obvious in that game, like where you're just walking around and everything's sexualized. I mean, and, and I think it's very, it's a very interesting point when you think about it, because when, when the world is your oyster and anything goes, then sexuality itself almost becomes this almost cheap consumer product in a way where like, yeah. you know, that is actually also like very interesting because like um, we all know it's like part of humanity, you know, like we all have our needs. We're all human. We, we need to eat. We need to reproduce. We need to do this and we need to do that. You know, um, it's normal. But in America, obviously, there's like certain fractions, religion and whatever, who are fighting against um, human needs. And like it's like meant for the animals, for example, or whatever, you know, the views are very, very different, very on a spectrum. And... Mm -hmm. But it's part of it. And I've, I feel like now we're getting to a part where we're like, we're going so deep into the human mind that we cannot avoid it. Obviously, if you don't agree with it, you don't have to watch it. But mm -hmm. you also cannot erase other people's minds, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, I think there's a scarier thing here, maybe. Even scarier than someone doing a deep fake of you and all of that um, is that. So with pornography, it really changed people's brains. And I, I think there's a there's a problem now that people talk about, especially with young men, that, that there's there's too much of that. And it's really destroyed their libido, um, their desire to even go for women. Yeah. I, this can't help that, right? This definitely can't. And it could maybe lead to even dangerous things where, like, if you if you create these, these like, like, let's say there's a girl that you have a crush on and you create all of these kind of deep fake things and you're obsessing over it. Let's say all of your creative time is going to somehow this fantasy. When does the fantasy break and you do something bad in real life is my next question. When so, does, so when I, does that... I feel like there, there, there is that risk, but also we're at that time where it's like you get that chat bot going with that personality. You get that physical robot tool toy going with that appearance of that you don't need the real thing anymore you know so let I'm... me ask you this let me let me ask you this and i and and i'll keep it between us it'll be a little bit weird yeah. that i'm using both of us as an example but I'll, I'll keep it between us here where 
So if, if we were, if we ended this feed, let's say, let's end this podcast and I was sharing my screen and it was a deep fake of you doing something yeah. sexual or something, what, what would be your first thoughts there? Are you angry? Are you scared? Are you depressed for me? I guess what's your first thing that goes through your mind? I, I feel like I'm like, that's funny. That, that's literally it. Because like I personally, okay. I'm like, I wouldn't see it as a risk or a problem because like mm -hmm. I know the technology, I know the problem of the internet and where we're heading towards and it's just question mm -hmm. of the time you know and it's like the first video that got stolen from me of a review i'm like oh this is a compliment mm -hmm. somebody did that for me you know yeah. um i'm just aware of human nature and what that implies you know some people don't mm -hmm. want to have like um reality be real you know there's like girls who are like my best friend would never date me and then there's that tiktok challenge call your best friend ask him to hook up and they do it on the TikTok. And he's yeah. like, yeah, why would we never have done that? And the girls are shattered. I'm like. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. So it's like, I don't, so I don't dig know. a little deeper. OK, so you think it's funny. So let's dig a little deeper, though. Would you lose trust of me, though? Would there be something there then that you're like, Sean's not telling me the truth now. Like he's doing the stuff. Sleepovers that we're having, they won't be with a pillow in between. Dang it! <laughs> no cuddles, no cuddles, my dude. <laughs> uh, we're not gonna hang out in the kiddie pool or the bathtub anymore, and just take uh, totally, totally <laughs> straight baths together. <laughs> Dang it! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I uh, like I said, like that. That's just like I'm very open because I'm European, and obviously there's Americans who are like not as open. You know, they have not the nude beaches. They don't have like certain yeah. things. Their views are more extreme. Like violence is fine. Yeah. Um, nature not fine if they do certain things you know what i mean and yeah so it is I'm very like, weird yeah it, so that is the drama like the guy is crying that he got caught before and i'm like well you got caught with it whatever you know just like it kind of sucks it's your colleague you know but um yeah yeah i mean obviously and he probably has already done this he'll you know he'll need to apologize probably i i you know what what happens to him now i don't think anything needs to happen to him i mean obviously she should you know not work with him if she doesn't feel comfortable with him anymore yeah. um this is a this is the point where if they both work for the same company the company would fire him probably the hr manager would immediately be like nope you gotta go um but they're yeah. their own people they're their own businesses so now you're in a place of like yeah sue or are put up with it so yeah, but let's go back to the implications Set thing is out there now. People are consuming it. Advertisers don't have the time, resources, or the yeah. know-how to make sure this is real or not real. Neither do they care. They don't want to be associated with set brand. You know, like there's people who are posting booty mm -hmm. pics on Instagram, and like we're not gonna work with them because like that doesn't align with our religion. You know, even though maybe set um, Instagrammer got paid for posting that, and you know. Whatever the the excuses, the reality, if mm -hmm. they don't match with like the image that the brand has, they are in bad luck. And I'm like, what does that mean? Like, do you have to be actually be uglier, let's say, to not get deep porn made as quickly, so that you're more PC long term to be um, more interesting for an advertiser? You know, what does that mean? Because the prettier you are, the more you accelerate that. You see yeah, the problem? But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's the old argument, though, of like, you know, if you don't want to be raped, don't wear, like, sexy clothes. It's like, well, no, that's not their fault for looking It's sexy. not their it's, fault. I'm not saying um, that. I'm just, like, saying that, the, the, you know, 
the yeah, desire. I mean, it's, yeah, it's not going away, right? I mean, it's not going to yeah. go away. I mean, th- th- that's the funny thing about the internet is it's always and technology. A lot of media technology, at least, has always followed porn. I mean, it's just that's just how it's gone. I mean, VHS followed porn, DVD followed porn, Blu- Blu-ray followed porn. The internet has really blown up. A lot of it is porn, and yeah. so we do live in this world though where it's. Um, it's funny because you also hear on the other end, you hear about teachers getting fired because they have an OnlyFans account or you hear about, yeah. you know, people not getting jobs because they did a yeah, sexy picture in a bikini somewhere. So it's really funny how um, for a place that is literally crawling with 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 images of nudity, that it's still like taboo, that it's still not cool. Um, yeah. So it's, I, it's I, odd. I have what- I have an interesting thought about that. So I feel like we are like um, at the time where everybody is going to the church and nails down with a hammer like this is what a human needs and wants to express. This is just normal. And people are reading it and don't like it, you know. Or the, the people who are having the monopoly of like, hey, I could say what is okay and what is not okay. And I want to mm-hmm. separate everything because I don't want to associate with anything and everything. They cannot do that anymore because everybody is a human being and everything is available. Like I can go to my employer and or employee and figure out their Instagram, see whatever they don't want to share at work, you know. So it's like it's still part of them and I cannot separate that back in the day. You know, back in the day, you only see what they do at work and that's it, you know. Mm-hmm. Now you see anything and everything like thoughts, emotions, videos, you know, and mm-hmm. it's like – it's not at work, but it still affects work because it's like it's part of reality now. And reality becomes very mixed and there's no way of unmixing that. And there's the fight going on like we want to self-express, just be normal human beings. You should not have a right to affect me, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, I – well, I think it's like just the distinction of like what what's private and what's not. And we're all allowed to do things in private. Um, yeah. We just are. And – so in this case, yeah, to bring it back to this guy, the streamer, part of me feels bad for him um, because it just sounds like Obviously that. Obviously blows for everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not like he meant to do anything bad. It's not like he he, he meant to do any harm. Um, you know, he probably had a crush on this girl. He probably just, like, worked with her and either got rejected by her or didn't know how to ask her out. And there probably was something very innocent behind all of this. I, You know, maybe yeah, not. I don't... That's basically it. Yeah, human need, exactly. And, and you know, and especially in a world where, and I'm just going to say it, that men don't feel so comfortable taking their shots anymore. Uh, we just are more frightened. We're more scared. We live in a post-Me Too movement where, like, where we have to be more careful. And it's, it has, and I know I've talked to a lot of my friends that they have this kind of paranoia of that. So, so I think that's what you see here is you see that that paranoia is like, well, I can't really do that in real life. Um, so I'm going to do it in you know, behind the back door. So it's interesting. So like to go back to Germany, for example, one thing that I've always loved about Germany is that they, they let their, they let people drink early and that actually creates a really good thing where kids don't go and like hide in alleys and drink and do all this stuff. Cause the parents don't care. They're like, come, come to the house and drink in the basement where at least we're here. So yeah. we're in America. We still have these, like, you know, these, these laws that make kids go and, and, get messed up because they go to the woods they have to hide they have to go away from society so it's the same thing kind of here where it's like if we if we cast men away and say you can't do this you can't think these things then then it's going to happen in the dark it's going to happen and that could actually lead to even worse things so it's, yeah. it's a weird thing for the females though i want to say a couple things because like yes there is like the the there's the people who are like being over 
worried, you know, and I'm like, I cannot say certain things because maybe get misunderstood, you know, and then there's also like the other type of man who's like, they're just being a creep. And as a female, they are obviously very scared about them. And there's still plenty of men of, yeah. out there who are being creeps, you know. And that just kind of supports the, the fear of them because as a female, you're usually physically weaker. What is like, yeah, one of those things. So they don't really care about um, the one part about the population who is like too careful. They only worry about like the, the danger zone of the man. So it's like... Mm -hmm. It is a weird thing, and I, I don't know the right answers right now with all that, and I probably think, like, there are no right answers. I'm just, like, no, saying there, there is no privacy anymore. That's that's what I'm feeling, you know? There's no privacy of minds, you know? I can see what this guy is thinking and what he had for desires, or at least I can pin it down into a certain direction, and that's not anymore hidden nowadays. And I yeah. feel like we need to be more open to it instead of, like, punishing people for it because... If we punish people for their desires and fantasies, we're trying to change human nature. What is a, a weird slippery thing? Slope. It's a slippery yeah. slope. It's a slippery slope to say that, like, my desires are good, but your desires are bad. It's a very slippery slope. And, you know, <clears throat> another interesting thing that kind of, like, relates to it, too, is that, um, you know, I'm sure you've had this before where someone's like, man, I don't know why I'm getting all these porn ads on Facebook or something. And you're like, well, that's the algorithm. So, and it's an interesting, that's an interesting example of like something that happens in private <clears throat> is now forced out into public. And so it's like, it's the small things now that people can kind of be like, you know, yeah. when Fitze opened up his Instagram, all of the things in the, his search were just naked girls and girls dancing. So, and, and that may not be what you want people to know, but you're doing that in private and now it's out in public. So there's interesting examples of that, that I've seen with people where they, you know, they don't really realize that what they're doing is being recorded somehow. That somehow yeah. when you, you, you do stuff in this box that we all use, that it's not really going anywhere. It's staying somewhere. Yeah, and let's so spin this though like the next five years, you know. We're having Neuralink already. There's people who can already tell, like, you're thinking about a cat. If certain devices are hooked up, they you can't see what you're kind of thinking about. It's not like exact one-to-one, -one, but it's like it's roughly in the shape. What is kind of scary, but we're getting to a point where it's like, let's say you hook up the VR headset, you hook up that Neuralink, and now you're thinking your natural thinking, and it's not any more private. It's not anymore like um, without judgment. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, we need, we, we, I personally think we have to become very, 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 very open minded to a degree that is not like comfortable to anybody to be just like able to be just like us. Or we have to do the completely opposite and abolish like a lot of things that humanity makes humanity, you know, like sexual needs, for example. What would be yeah. like a castration of the mind, kind of sort of in a weird way, because like, yeah, because it's like there's so much focus on the brain onto that specific subject. It literally is the drive of some man to just make wealth and art or whatever to just like become influential, become powerful, to attract um, the partner of their life or whatever, you know? And also on the female side, it's like they want to have the best of the best, you know? It's like there's certain things in nature programmed into them that they don't have a control but it affects their thinking and their thinking is becoming reality what is like the new future and we should be more acceptant but maybe should we not i don't know but we are maybe become this one where everybody's imagining the future as like the clean shell uh, shaved human without sexuality you know what i mean
Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's really funny. I mean, these do go back to our base, base desires, our reptilian brain of, we just want to mate. We want to pre, we want to procreate and we want to procreate with people that are really healthy and are going to produce really good offspring. So you want the hot people, the beautiful people. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, so the women want to be wanted still, and the men want to, to, to be desired as well and to get what they want. And those things still kind of exist, but it's funny because yeah, we're getting to this place where we almost expect perfection out of people. So anytime that the messiness gets out in public, we really try to bash people down, you know? So in this case, it's like the guy I think is, was in the right until the very moment that someone got anything on it, you know, when, once it went public, it, he wasn't right anymore. So it's, it's almost this weird thing. Like you can do your weird kinks and have your taboo behind closed doors, but yeah, once it, you just have to be very careful because once it goes out in a public, now there's another person involved, right? You know, you may have done deep, deep fake on this, person and nobody was hurt but the second it went out now that person is hurt which means now that you're maybe responsible because now there actually is someone that's paying for it that's yeah. not you and i mean so. like we're still living in a society and society is the final judge and that basically means yeah. if society is more left-leaning laws are more left um, or right or whatever it is you know and that maybe changes but it's also like it's not about the individual so the individual is not superior to you know the, the whole crowd, you know, and that is like a weird thing because the whole crowd, if you make it very smooth, there's certain things that are okay and in the middle, and there's certain things that are more out there that are kind of okay, but if they would focus on it, it would be not okay. So it's like yeah. those things affect us all, but we see, see it through a lens where it's like, no, that's not fine, you know. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a saying, I'm going to butcher it, that's like said a lot in the law world, um, like the legislative world, where um, you make your laws based on your worst citizen or something like that. The laws are based on the worst citizen, yeah. right? We, we don't, really, really don't need lanes on the road. We don't really need lights at intersections. Um, but you know, we have to base it off the worst drivers and they need these things. And so, so we all have to society. A lot of the time has laws that are kind of based off of people that are the bad actors. So who knows with the deep, deep fake and stuff. It's like, yeah, you all should be able to do it, but we have to give, make laws maybe based on the bad actors. Uh, we have to kind of make laws based on the people that are going to abuse this stuff. Yeah. Um, and are already, I mean, you know, deep fake porn has been out for a while. I mean, a long time now over like, I mean, that was some of the first really AI generative stuff. A lot of people really saw it's crazy how long it's been out there. Yeah. So yeah, so it's an interesting thing, though. It is. Like, we all need to be careful, but at the same time, I, I don't think we need to give in and not have our own fantasies either. Um, but who knows? Maybe this is another case. We always talk about how the importance of doing something physically outside the digital world. Maybe this is a good example where instead of that guy being weird and doing this, he should have just asked her out. Even if it ended their relationship well, business-wise, he should have just taken it and, and ate it if he ate it. And it was the weird, it was this kind of weird secret thing that's really messed him up now i i feel like there's maybe some differences there too because like yes you would be maybe right but that would maybe not um um disencourage the interest you know what i mean like the interest is still there married not married in relationship not in a relationship being realistic there's human needs that has no effect on the like the situation you know it's like oh yeah that's interesting i have nothing better to do like why not watch it you know not thinking thinking big about it i feel like that is more the main issue versus like oh you should have done that in real life you know like nope real life is one thing and in real life mm -hmm. you cannot do a lot of things so I, I feel like some things are better in the virtual world you know 
because there nobody is hurt theoretically, you know, and besides feelings and opinions and views, you know. Well, yeah, and I think that's the interesting thing, right? Is I think we've always thought, not always. I think I think we, as growing up, we saw that there can be trauma that people do end up, you know, shooting up schools or killing themselves or really terrible things yeah, can happen from the digital world. <laughs> um, well, we've already said some terrible stuff on this podcast, so we're already demonetized on this one. But <laughs> but you know, so it's you know, it's it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, yet again, there's always going to be these things. There's always going to be these uncomfortable things, um, you know, and and. There's always going to be the devil on the shoulder and the, and the, and the angel on the shoulder with each of us um, with any tool, right? It's like if I had a gun, you know, I can go use it yeah. to hunt. I can use it to protect my family or I can, you know, use it for harm. And yeah. that's – so it's any tool. It can be used for bad or good. We've, we always talk about that. And I think, you know, in this case, yeah, AI is definitely going to be used for bad. We know that. It's, it's, it's just going <sighs> to be used for bad. Yeah. Um, with that being said, what are things we could do? Like, so I came up with like ideas like to, it's like kind of the dash cam of the car, you know, like imagine the scenario, you have two drivers, somebody's driving, making an accident on purpose, and you're mm -hmm. basically, it's word against the word, you know, or the word mm -hmm. against the cop versus a citizen. You mm -hmm. need like proof, but video proof is not anymore the the golden solution anymore is it's becoming very difficult to making sure this was not edited this is not out of context because you can make a person say whatever you want if you just cut words together so it's like you need to have like um, a way where it's like okay you have like metadata you need to have that we talked about it uh, in the beginning like maybe have like a full recording mm -hmm. of the day to just make sure like yeah at that day i did this and that yeah. just to be safe well, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, so there's always been a, I shouldn't say always, I don't know if always, but there's, you know, there's been metadata for years and years and years, which has been really great in terms of, you know, at least placing the exact time. Um, with geotagging, it's it's able to kind of create the exact place of where something's taken. I think that's going to be very important, obviously, um, because, yeah, you're, we're talking about a world that we don't know is real um, coming, coming really soon. And I think we already see it, right? You've already heard of the AI artists that have been kicked off of platforms, but their art's actually real. So yeah. we're already kind of confused. Humanity is already – and we're, we're in the first stages. That's the thing is a lot of people yeah, don't – Yeah, and it's currently going slow. Like in our one to two year, like, oh, AI is popping up. It's slow. Like the next update will be way faster, way better, way more confusing. And it's just like we will make stats – if you use AI to make better AI, the, the, the work and the resource time to just build that thing is already off the chart short. Mm -hmm. and, and there was something that was really interesting. So I was watching um, Lex Friedman on the Joe Rogan podcast earlier this week, and he brought up a really interesting thing that <clears throat> people at OpenAI and all these companies that are making this, these AI, they're actually it's already way ahead of where it is now, but they're actually purposefully not putting stuff out. Um, they're, they're purposefully limiting the AI because they've done tests behind closed doors with this AI. And it's already to a weird, scary place where, you know, you don't want to be able to put in a chat GPT or something like, you know, how, how do I do something really terrible and have it actually give you a really great answer on how to do something terrible. And so it's really interesting how, um, while these like people that are creating this AI, they're kind of they're trying to let the cat out of the box, but even they're saying like we got to be kind of careful here. Like you know, it's like the 3D printer when it came out, and the first guy made a 3D printed gun. It was like the guy that designed 3D printers probably wasn't even thinking about guns, and he was like, oh crap, yeah, of course people can make guns out of this. Yeah, so I have no really weird um, um, 
theory about that. You know, back in the day, um, we had the internet and you could do anything with the internet. That's basically what OpenAI is right now. Um, OpenAI gets more limited because, like, we don't want to have, like, say, uh, AI like that religion is not real or your beliefs are fake or whatever, you know, or they don't make sense. We don't want that because people would get hurt, offended, and maybe fight um, the company and whatever. So, or political, whatever it is, you know, and it could be many things. So the AI is getting trained, like, don't answer this question, just say this and that, you know, because it could offend people. So people don't want to have the truth or... Like, let's say in the beginning, it was really popular to have Donald Trump like um, rap or like write, have Donald Trump style certain things written. You know, now it's like, oh, no, we cannot do pro-political or anti-political views, whatever. You get a warning and it's like, okay, we can't do that. Now we can't do this. But in the beginning, you had all the tools and access and those possibilities and it becomes more and more limited, we will get to a point where the tool is so limited that it doesn't really make sense anymore to use that tool because it's like, oh, I'm basically just supporting company's view, you know, and that's, you know, somebody else thinking for me and I'm just like using that to maneuver the world. But if we go back to the internet where I have the, 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 the openness and I can resource and build my own thing from scratch with all mm-hmm. the knowledge that I will accumulate manually and painfully through mm-hmm. whatever websites to build my own AI, I maybe get the open AI that is truly open, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, and people people are going to break the code. People, you know, there's going to be ways that these things are going to get leaked out. I think um, up until this point, it's been pretty controlled. Um, like, you know, where is it's it not pulling controlled it? at all. Where's like, the servers? Code something and just like let it run on your computer. Well, the data sets are controlled, right? Like Google has a lot of data that they don't just give to everybody. Um, the data yeah. sets themselves are pretty well controlled and secure. However, it's, it's a matter of time, right? It's a matter if it hasn't already happened where this stuff is already... The, the access either to the servers or the servers themselves have been maybe duplicated already. But there's going to be something where this stuff leaks out. There's no way this stays completely well, behind Well, you're talking doors. about the data sets that the AI is trained on, you know. And that's basically like somebody <laughs> downloaded a bunch of, like, files onto their computer or server and mm-hmm. trained the AI with it. You also can just make an AI program and train it with the Internet. And that is basically all of the data, you know, that is available. Mm-hmm. And somebody probably already doing that right now, training in an AI on the internet with all the mm-hmm. data available. What is like kind yeah. of not the best of humanity? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's it, we're, we live in such a weird time with this with this AI. That's why we, we bring it up so often. Is it's 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 still going. We don't know where it ends. I think um, any of us trying to predict that where it's going to kind of stop growing, it's 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 futile. It's going to just keep growing and keep growing. Yeah, I um, also think though on that note, we don't really talk enough about it because this is quite literally the biggest thing happening on Earth for humanity right now. What could literally lead to any scenario right now? Like it's yeah. Well, what scenario? I'll, I'll I'll quickly do this. Like I'll quickly show this. Like so, one thing that like AI has done that I've kind of discovered the last um, couple of days is is the idea of removing watermarks from images. Um, and that, <laughs> well, go and that light now. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. So it's technically you know it's technically like a very Photoshop. easy thing to do. <laughs> 
and, and, yeah, it's Photoshop, but man, it's you know even Photoshop, it would have taken some time to remove some of the the watermarks and things. And but and, and this is technically legal right now. It's not illegal. It's it's something that can be done. And and so you know, um, so for all of you out there, feel free to go to this. But I I, I kind of refuse to use this because yet again, I, I just have this weird honor of like you need to like honor the creative and help them. Um, yeah. But yeah, so like you get these things like this though. You get a little tool, one little tiny tool that uses AI, and it's like, well, that's not so bad, right? But then, but then like when you get to this type of thinking, which I know you're kind of in too, I know I am in, where when there's a problem put in front of you, you're instead of being like, how do I solve this? You're already switching to how can I get AI to solve this? And that's like the weirdness that I've already felt like the evolution of my brain happening. I'm almost trying to fight it sometimes. It's like, Sean, don't go straight to the shortcut. And well, but on the one side, you kind of should go to the shortcut because, like, if you don't, somebody else will do and they will be faster than you. And then, you know, like you're falling behind on the food chain and, you know, the ranking is like equal, like your bank account. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, boy. Yeah, you almost have to not care. I'm, I'm really just trying to be, get to this extreme view of not caring at all anymore. Yeah. If the business is successful, if I have lots of money, like... Because it's like, yeah, we're, we're almost like these rats in a maze now where like, you know, consumerism and all this need to have money is now just like, yeah, who cares? Who cares? Who really? I'll burn down a village for a million dollars. I don't care. There's just this type of like thinking now that's yeah. like, who cares about the that. photographer that took the photo? Yeah, who yeah, no, but, but here's, here's my thinking that I had with Google. Like when Google and I realized like I cannot keep up with all the software that's coming out, like new tutorial, new 20 minute video, new this, new that. I'm like, and Google was basically like, hey. We're just highlighting what you need, you know, and that's what they did. They optimized like for the search. Here's what you need. And they highlighted that. And I'm like, okay, the best thing I can do is now be like a really good executor. Basically, I have a problem, search, copy, paste, uh, execute, you know, and basically mm -hmm. like don't even think about how the program works. Just use the program as the tutorial says. And then if you have a problem, Google and repeat rinse repeat and you're just right. executing like google searches and problem solving you know and that is like the the biggest and best skill that you could have you know mm -hmm. so you can basically do anything and everything you know that's quite literally it you just have to google and follow the order and maybe figure out why it doesn't work if you if there was an update or whatever now yeah. the the thing is becoming even faster and better you know copy paste ai um do you know and it's more about like, what is the vision? What are you going afterwards? And can you keep up that long-term goal? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, it is the long-term vision and it's having a vision that's, it's outside of the AI. I still think like, you know, uh, if that's the place we're going, if we're going to go to this place where all these things just become tools and shortcuts, then, then yeah, it's going to be um, just on us to have better ideas and better ideas and Beggar. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 a depressing thing. Sometimes I find myself depressed by it too, of this kind of weird in this weird way of like it's it's inevitable. You know, I talk to so many artists that think that they're gonna kind of stand up to this AI and that like we're gonna yeah. somehow defeat it. And it's like I don't know, man. I don't see how that, that happens because people yeah, It's kind of physically it, impossible to be quite honest. It's like it's like yeah. you will be better than a calculator, maybe one zero 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 point one percent will be better than some of the calculators. You know, but the yeah. average human being will not um, be better because they will be handicapped. They will be this and they will be that. You know, they have their drama, their depressions, feelings, whatever. You know, mm -hmm. you, you name it. It's like a big list of like things where we are not operating at a top 100 percent where 
the basic AI, it's like, yeah, I'm a, I'm passing the bar, you know, um, I'm I'm yeah. a level three engineer in coding. I'm like that usually would make 183k, and now you get me for free. I'm like, well, <laughs> you know, the average person yeah. cannot even code. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I. Yeah, I, I, I don't I don't I don't know where it ends, man. I really don't. I, I don't. I um it it's makes me nervous. Because <laughs> like even I use it, even I use the shortcuts now. So it's so Got you it. know and you and you do, you do have to. I mean because I've been that person that's pushed against technology and then I you're always the loser when you do that. And yeah, so I don't I don't really know, you know, so when you talk about things like deep fakes, you talk about, you know, things like that it's it's interesting because it's all about devaluing humans really i think that's the that's the worst part of all of it is it devalues the human even by him doing that to that girl it devalues her it it, it just puts out there that you're just a physical object and i got the ai to make that physical object for me and and it yeah. did exactly what i needed it to do and so that's 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 how i feel like with the ai art too is it just devalues artists and you know and people didn't mean to when they put out their like luminaire whatever like profile pic made by ai they didn't they didn't want to offend the artists that they knew but they totally did of, of you know you've never asked me to draw anything for you you've never asked me to paint anything for you but now you're an art lover because now you could get it for free and immediate so it's it just devalues humans and and that's that's where it really is hurting people right now is they just don't feel very valued by it like well what, what about me and i feel that too already is like i still have student debt i've worked over a decade to build this what about me what happens to me and the answer from a lot of people is like yeah get over it get a new career you know, and I think it's because you saw a lot of blue collar workers get replaced by robots and AI, and all of us white collar people thought we were above that. We can, it'll never happen to us, but it totally is now. It's just happening yeah. I in saw every an sector. Video about that because, like, the the blue collar will be the hardest to replace because it takes resources to build the robots, but it doesn't really take a lot of resources to build like code and break little problems into smaller problems. It's just like, yeah, 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 and critical thinking, right? Critical thinking is still. One of the yeah. the hallmarks of being an awesome person, but yeah, critical thinking can kind of be done by the AI as well. Yeah, if you break so. it down, and as long as you break it down, everything becomes really easy. And I, I feel like we have to be just like be more aware where we put our pride and joy. You know, like us as a human being, um, we should not uh, value our work <clears throat> because our work is not what we are. You know, we are the the effort that we put into something. We are like. Right. Um, you know, like what we do with our fellow human beings, like how nice do we treat them? You know, how good of a husband, friend are you? You know, whatever you do, that is basically mm -hmm. what is the most important part. And I feel like we will go back to the basics. That was what I was like, hey, chat GPT free. What do I do in a world where there's no social media or any physically written paper, you know? Or like any type of media, because it will be val uh, the value of the media is right now dwindling. It will be worthless, you know. If you think about it, like websites, video, photos, they can mm -hmm. be just generated by a click, you know, in the future. So I'm like, what are the main important things I have to work on? And it's all about like communication, building community, and I'm like, okay, we're we're going back to the basics. Be a good human being, build your community, uh, make mm -hmm. those connections, you know, and help other people. And then you will succeed, even though that means like being in the jungle, bothering with sticks, you know, being good, uh, good with trading and hope that they don't cheat and use an AI. But probably AI has better things to do than like trading some sticks for some bread. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just interesting. I mean, you know, if we were in like 10 seconds going to talk about, you know, the the evolution of information, right? You have you have kings and royalty that have all the information and the peasants don't have any access to the royalty. And then you have the advent of books, but only a few people had the books. The peasants didn't have the books. So 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 you needed a priest that had all this power so he could read the book and tell you what it says. And then and then the printing modern day printing press came out. So then people were able to all have the ideas and all have these things, but it was still ideas and you still had to write the books and you still had to share the ideas. And then we got to the internet and then it was like, oh, well, now the books are free and there's even more out there and you can get even more information quicker. And there's these kind of search engines now that will help hook you up with, with learning and help you do bite-sized learning. And now we're at AI where it says you don't even need to learn at all. Information is now dead and I will have the information. So yeah. it's like, so like, do they become the new royalty? Does AI become the new royalty? Where, well, AI knows everything and AI ain't sharing. You know, that's what I always but, feel like. So, so I feel like we maybe so because like if we go from this, do we go backwards in evolution? Like basically going back, like oh, instead of living in yeah. homes, we will be living into like you know in the jungle. Obviously, that's not going to happen because we're used to this living standard. But will this living standard be supported by um, manual machines versus like um, cloud machines? You know, like what will be the technology? Will we be in a future where we have like hyperspace space travel and we have some mechanical drive forward things just because we like it? You know, that could be really like a weird science fiction. Um, how do you call that retro? The I forgot how you call that style of like the <laughs> classes and um Bro, retro is that what you're saying? Like retro. Yeah, yeah, kinda like a retro style combined with future, you know? Like Oh yeah. So where it's yeah. like we have some really high technologies made by AI, we're just using parts of it where we're not uh, um, using everything of it, and AI is fine with it because like, oh yeah, you can have that, do whatever you want as long as you don't get in my way. Otherwise I'm just like Yeah. Well, and, and who knows? It may lead to some good stuff, right? Like, if you ever look at, um, like, kind of future movies, most of them, they're not staring at their phone most of the movie. They're just like, look at it, done. Look at it, done. That thing, done. So maybe, like, I think we're in this weird thing where we're all obsessed with technology. Like, we're all staring at our phones. Oh, it's a new story. Oh, it's a new video. Oh, I'm leaning in all the time. And maybe it'll be good. Maybe... Maybe this all becoming cheaper will be better, where we're like, I don't care. I'm not going to look at my phone. I'm not even going to open up a computer. I don't care what's on YouTube. And maybe yeah. that's a good thing. Maybe it will. You're right. Maybe we'll go back to the way it was. Maybe we'll read books and we'll we'll all go outside and, and, and pick up sticks and trade them and things. <laughs> but, you know, I am... Um, But yeah, so I, I don't know. It I, I do see that, and it sucks for artists because we 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 see the value in the visual storytelling. We see that value, and and we're always defending it. We're always telling the business people, no, this is the value, and they're like, are you sure? And you're like, no, 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 it's valuable. It'll be worth it. You'll get money. Are you yeah. sure though? And it's just going to get harder now. Where this is not going to make that conversation easier. Where it's like. Yeah. Yet again, why do I need to pay you two grand? I could just get, I could get stock image, stock video, and run it through an AI, and then I got an ad. I, I why do I need to pay you that money, man? Yeah. Um. And so yeah, it's gonna be tough, man. I, I, I don't have the answers for people out there. I think it just goes yep. back to like, I, you know, I feel keep... like meantime, just do your thing and execute, and don't worry because like if you're on the tower, you you worry about what is next. You will not do stuff and you still need to pay rent. You still need to get food and you need to get all those things, you know? So that's why I'm like, it makes a lot of sense to just do whatever you can do right now and optimize the moment. And what happens in the future happens in the future. Yeah. What I would suggest to anyone out there is, is use this technology, but 
just like someone that's in a hospital bed too long or something, you'll atrophy if you don't use your creative skills. If you start using the shortcuts all the time, someday you may not have the shortcut and you won't be able to do the work anymore. So that's what I would tell people too, is keep working out those muscles. If you get so used to these tools and stuff, you're going to lose your muscles. You're going to atrophy. Yeah. Um, and I mean like in natural disasters, like imagine like living in a small room with a VR headset and you're having that villa in VR, you know, and you're just like, okay, this is part of life. Um, some, some machine is delivering me food every once in a while. And I never really had to work out exercise. And now something happens and you're just like, my VR headset is not working. The cloud is gone. Um, I don't get my food. What do I going to do? And you don't have endurance or anything or any, You know, that is like maybe the future where it's like you should have like a healthy balance and it's kind of good to work out because it's good for your body. Well, you bring out a really good point here um, is that with AI, one of the big risks I could see happening is that where where art and creativity has always been like a release for people. Like if you're sad and angry, do creativity. It's a way to release it. But with AI, it's almost a way to consume creativity. It's like yep. a way to like where creativity 100%. can be, become creativity itself could maybe become an unhealthy habit, right? Like it's a very interesting thought, but it's it's it is like creativity not, the candy for the mind. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like one of these things that yeah, maybe you do get addicted to it in a weird way. You're just like I like creating things with AI, and then yeah, if that ever stops, the machine stops. But but it's like you you kind of like consuming AI stuff, you know? It's like oh, I never saw mm -hmm. something so pretty, so cool, so thought provoking. Mm -hmm. We are already attracted to that and like consuming that on a high level, where that that would be a novelty. It's basically you know like the drugs. That you just get now it's like oh who has the most creative video so i can see it and swipe next one i need i want to see the same level just better if you want to yeah, see yeah, the next exactly thing. exactly it is it's becoming this drug now or like yeah and it's so hard to impress people it's getting so hard to impress anyone anymore because that, like yeah i've already seen a drone footage yeah i've already seen that yeah it's like we've, we once we see it a couple of times we're blown away we're like okay cool moving on yeah Yeah, I've already seen a Blender art gallery. Yeah, I've already seen one. You know, so it's like, that's kind of the weird thing, too, is that we're just like, it feels like, you know, we're just running so quickly, right? When you look at art history, there's like time periods. There's like, you know, for these 50 years, they did humanist paintings. For this 30 years, they did this style. And and it's just crazy. Like, what the heck is this time period? Like, what the, how do you do art history for right now? Like, what is the style? Yeah. Like, you know. I think like life is becoming more and more complex and we already reached like, you know, when a person solved a problem, a simple problem, um, another person could copy and copy it and yeah. build the thing like, like that person would do. And if two people work on it, it's really well designed and one person mm -hmm. still maybe can understand it and figure it out. And the more people work on it, the solution and the thing built becoming so complex that we have now companies with millions of people or thousands of people working on one little thing like this phone for example it no person on earth could either gather the resources by themselves or just like mm -hmm. understand by themselves like how does that work you know there's like so many millions of little things in there and technologies and little hey a whole team thought about a micro thing you know like Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's like the life is becoming so complicated that regular people cannot understand it. And that's why we have more and more flat earthers, people not understanding, trying to explain the world with like certain things that are like, it's not really that easy. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, so yeah. So maybe that is where it's moving back to this place where there's the royalty, the shaman, the shaman on the top of the pyramid knows the thing that the tribe should do, and that shaman's name is ChatGPT four. You know, so I it's think like, like actually, <laughs> it's not. It will be not ChatGPT four or three or five or seven or whatever. It will be just like some hillbilly in the community who is like, <laughs> because we just want to believe him. We just want to believe that he knows the answer, and whatever he says will be the thing. And it's more relatable and to us coming from a human than from a machine, you know? Because, like, if you get the cold, hard truth of, about data, you're just like, how do I read this? This doesn't apply with my needs, you know, of, like, this makes sense for a human. Not everything needs to make sense for a human to be real, you know what I mean? Like, atoms don't really make sense for a human, you know? Uh, I mean, yes and no. Yeah. I mean, atoms are interesting. Uh, yeah, we don't have to get that. So that's a whole thing. But um, yeah, but yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I, I, th I think it's like it's 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 going to still be about human interfacing. Right. I, I, at least I, I think I, maybe we were maybe really wrong in, in like 20 years. It may be really more about us talking to robots and robots taking this kind of bigger level. But yeah, I think you're right. There's always going to be this human interface of everything. I, I was going to say earlier, uh, and this may be me being too artsy-fartsy about it, but I think there is a difference of seeing a painting made by someone and something made by art. I know in my paintings, uh, in my geometric paintings, I, I, I make the art uh, digitally. takes almost no time at all, to be honest. It's like I yeah. can make that digital color palette thing in like an hour to two hours. And then the painting act of it takes about 80 hours total. And some people would argue, why the hell even do the painting part? Like, why would you just not print the digital stuff on a canvas? Because yeah. there's something different. There really is something different of like having this perfect digital art just printed on a canvas. And, you know, most people are smart. They know you just ordered that out with a company. It's not like you built the canvas and did it yourself, you know, where like I painted it and you look at it and you see like the weird mess ups and you see the weird stuff. But then in all of it, you start to feel this humanity. You feel this like weirdness of like, okay, I can see the strokes. I can see that. That you know, yeah. so there's like there's weirdness of like the mess ups become the art in a weird way. Yeah, so I saw that actually with a client that I had, and he showed me like that gorgeous IKEA catalog lifestyle, like on a just not on an IKEA level, just on a level that is so expensive that I was like, whoa. And the photos didn't look real; they looked like a Blender rendering, you know. And then he showed me renderings that are obviously not that nice, but the pictures with a person in it, it, it was kind of weird, you know. And I'm just like. This looks too fake. I, I don't know what I think about that. If I would see that in an advertisement, I'm like, yeah, this is pretty nice fake photos, you know? So I'm yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah, too polished. We've talked about that, right? They yeah, too, too polished is, is kind of good and bad at the same time because some people really like that. They want that industrial look. They want that clean cut. Some people want to be like, no, I don't want to feel a home in a place like that. And I need that roughness, character and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And because I think the clean stuff was great when it was hard to make things clean, right? Like even back yeah. in the 90s, you know, to do a nice pan of something was hard. You had, to, you had to be like on rollerblades. You had to do weird stuff. You had to like figure it out. And, and now and you so see the stuttering or the little, quite little tiny movements and everybody's nitpicking, you know? Like if I see a videographer making a manual pan, I'm like, oh, fast, 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 a little bit faster, not too fast. And, you know, you see the inconsistency. Oh, there's a micro jitter, there's a shake. Or, mm -hmm. And we all see it, but it's like, yeah, he did the best for the moment, but uh, spoiled. Yeah, and that's what's weird, too, is we, we're getting to this place where we think there's everything needs to be perfect, I think. And it's 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 gross, I think. It, if everything's perfect, it's it, it becomes real gross real quick. And 
Yeah, I, I I don't really know what's in the future. I think every time we get to this AI conversation, I don't really know what's next. But I think like being messy, coming up with your own ideas, and really, really trying to push yourself to come up with really weird, groundbreaking ideas is going to be where it's at. Because because maybe you can out weird AI. Maybe maybe. Um, yeah, yeah. Once in a million or something like that. Till it gets like used to it, and then it's like once in a billion. But then you're going to have to fight people that, that say you should be perfect and that you should have used AI. So that's what's going to be interesting, too, is if you, if you zig, you're go- and when they zag, you're going to have to defend that. You're going yeah. to be like, no, you should have done the pan perfectly. No, man, you could have just used AI. And you know, yeah. you're going to have to defend, like, no, but that's not my style. That's not what I was going for. And yeah. It's going to be tough, man. It's a tough world, you know, especially when we have to work for other people. It's not about us, as me as a designer, you as a videographer. It's about the client and it's about the audience. So, yeah. So it's all a transition I, time and we just make the best out of it, you know? We're all in the same boat and, yeah, we're going to. Yeah, but yeah, it just comes back to just keep being creative, everybody. If you're listening yeah. to this and you're like, damn, I'm getting so damn depressed here about this AI <laughs> stuff, just keep making the stuff. The bummer for the morning. <laughs> you're yeah. an infinite creative podcast. I know. Yeah. I know, but yeah, it, yeah, but I think it's been a good podcast, man. I think you know, um, I think talking about these things is important because even Not if they're weird, about it is terrible. To be honest, like I was like feeling mm-hmm. like the tools that are available, I don't even completely understand. I don't use them for fullest potential, and they're only that valuable for a short period of time. You know, yeah, that is like how I see it. And there's a lot of people mm-hmm. who made millions in crypto, and that face is over, or maybe comes back, but. If we would have talked heavy about that three years ago, you know. Yeah, everybody out there, crypto ain't going to go down. It's going to just skyrocket. It yeah, might. Exactly. It might. It might be and not. It, could, and it could again. It could again. Yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, um, <laughs> oh don't even buy don't even buy Bitcoin on the podcast again. No, Stop I, looking I, at your phone. Stop looking I'm at your curious, phone. You're on a podcast. I'm curious. Like, the Bitcoin is For everyone out there, if you have a podcast, 20, don't look at the phone during the podcast. 23. <laughs> I bought it at 19 or 20-ish on the podcast. Right, but right. but it's not a financial advice. Don't do what I do. <laughs> yeah, don't do that anyway. <laughs> I that, that is solid advice what he got there. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't do that. Um, but yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And yeah, anything else you want to talk about? Is there anything else on your mind? Or? Um, no. Um, yeah, maybe we talk afterwards a little bit to, to see what's going on in our lives. And if you want to be part of the community, hit a like. Let a question down below. Um, it's always nice hearing about our... Um, <laughs> Uh, fellow creatives and yeah have a good one peace yeah thank you everybody see ya